Welcome to Ladies Who Launch, not your average business podcast. Dropping every other Wednesday, Alyssa and Dakota are two successful and opinionated marketing entrepreneurs engaging in insightful conversations with industry thought leaders, as well as casual conversations surrounding our lives as entrepreneurs. Welcome back to the last episode of 2023 of Ladies Who Launch, except this episode is going to be airing in January 2024. Yeah, Dakota and I are very confused right now because it's still 2023, but you're listening to this in the future. I mean, that's kind of cool. It's like we're our old Michael J. Fox movie right now. It's like, you're listening to this in 2024. We're coming to you haven't arrived yet. <laughs> yeah, but we thought we'd be authentic and let you guys know. I mean, everybody's doing stuff before Christmas, and we needed to get our 2024 off and running so that our producer Alex can have a nice Christmas and we can have a nice Christmas. So um I'm sure we had lovely Christmases and New Year's. And as of January 3rd, we'll be super fantastic. Exactly. I'm really hoping that that's the case because I gotta tell you. 2023 can go fuck itself. Oh, for sure. I have no, like, I... I'm not even going to be positive about it. I'm not either. Um, I will say um, this has been the worst year for for my business, like, post-COVID. The worst year out of post-COVID. How bad is that, right? Like, 2023 was worse. I mean, yeah. Was it worse than it wasn't worse in 2020? I will give it that. But coming out of COVID since 2021, yeah, worst, worst year. Yeah. Both like client-wise, financially, all of it. I'm just like, what are we doing here, people? It's like everything seemed to be on an upward trajectory. And now I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? I don't know. So many people can relate to this. I know for a fact that people in our community, even though some of them are still thriving in their businesses, are still feeling that way as well. I know for me, my mental health went into the shitter more than it ever has this year. The only thing that I will give to me is I've done enough work that I was able to handle my mental health going into the shitter. Um but it still wasn't great. I want to say I probably spent 40% of the year pretty depressed and like I had zero purpose and just really not really understanding what I wanted to, if I wanted to continue doing one thing or do something else. I've made some major changes over the last three months that I really want to pat myself on the back for that we can get into in a little bit here. But yeah, this year I went from almost moving to an entirely new agency and selling my business slash bringing it over to another agency to potentially going back. Like I thought about going back in house um, and I stuck with it and I'm really happy I did because we're in a great place. I still have a lot of work to do to kind of untangle just some of the things I want to fix within my business. But Otherwise, like it was just, it was hard. Like if I could give you kind of a snapshot, if I'm being really authentic, which that's what we do on the, on the cast, (laughs) I would say I've canceled on more people and I hate to say it, but clients, friends, 
family not showing up for myself more than I ever have this year. And I'm not proud of it. But at the same time, I was so out of it, so depressed, and just so like in a fog that I just, all I can say is I'm really lucky that I've cultivated a community of people who love me and understand and helped me get through it and didn't like abandon me. Um, and they kind of just, they kind of just um, held my hand through it all, really. So, but I would say for me, my issue was purpose, um, feeling really isolated and alone in so many areas of my life, um, getting out of a major like tax debt issue that I finally got out of, thank God, but like just having to pay off $38,000 worth of taxes um, and like running the business at the same time and then trying to hire somebody and just getting hit with it all at once constantly. I think my anxiety has been so brutal this year. I've probably felt at least once a month like I was going to have a heart attack, like an actual heart attack. So. Yeah. I mean, sadly, I, I, I doubt that that those feelings and symptoms are um, not recognized by a lot of our listeners. I think um, anyone who is running a business, I don't care what type of business it is, whether it's a retail business or a service-based business or whatever you work in a warehouse. I don't know. Um, I don't think anyone's doing well. And it's funny. I, for as, as squeaky clean and sort of very homogenistic uh, social media becomes with people just showing all the, everything's awesome about their lives and, oh, aren't we pretty and cute and whatever. The one thing that I've seen quite a bit um, on social media this year is people asking the question of, are you okay? Who is okay? And what does okay mean anymore? And I think that those conversations and those questions and sort of the being truly open with people um, has been a, a bit of a flip, I think. I think um, people have been too scared to talk about issues they're having in a public forum because you don't want to, I mean, we've talked about this before, but no one wants to be seen as a failure that like, you're not doing as well as others and blah, blah, blah. But what we have discovered in our inner circle of people that we have, and is that once you start talking, and especially once you've had one or two glasses of wine and you start talking, people are like, no one is doing okay on whatever level we deem okay as, um, it's quite, it's, I don't want to say it's disheartening because it's really, it's really difficult to see so many people struggling and so many people that you wouldn't think are struggling, but are, but at the same time, it's kind of, um, therapeutic because you realize that all the things that you were anxious about and and stressed about money and debt and um growth and um 
whatever, everyone else is in the same boat. And I think that's, yes, well, 2023 can go F itself. Um, That is one thing that I will say coming out of 2023 is it's been, it's been kind of the first year coming out of COVID that, that everyone has really just decided to say, screw it. I'm just going to talk about shit because um, we were sort of in a, in a, not a love bubble, but we were kind of in a, like, oh, well, we're on this together through like 2020 and 2021. And then that kind of just got, that died a quick death. And it was everyone, then it became suddenly everyone for themselves. And like, we were back in this like space of trying to be exactly like we were in 2019. And and then in 2023, I, re- I think we all realized that we are not those people anymore. And our businesses aren't. 2020, 2019, they are what they are now and good, good, bad, and otherwise. And I think, um, I'm hoping that this, these conversations and this vulnerability and these, this sort of feeling of, of pushing through things continues into 2024 because I think 2024 is going to be a big determining factor in how many of us and our businesses may or may not continue. Or they turn into something else. Right. Yeah. Which is what we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah, yeah, I I don't, I don't have any, anything aside from my relationships like my my inner circle relationships are always positive but like personally 2023 sucked Mm. and business-wise 2023 sucked like there's no other way to possibly say it than Mm -hmm. just pure suckage and I mean I think if we went back and listened to our episode our last episode of 2022 I think we were going into 2023 with like such optimism and like feeling that things were changing and yeah none of that happened so I'm not going to like expound on like 2024 being some sort of like life because it's not going to be like, yeah, (laughs) I think the one thing we know and the one thing um, it sounds depressing, but it like, it shouldn't is like, just because the clock strikes midnight doesn't mean 2024 is here and suddenly like life's going to change. It's exactly what Alyssa said. Like, yes, we are sitting here kind of, you know, pointing blame at 2023, but we're also owning the fact that we, I think Alyssa and I both faced our shit more than we ever have in 2023. And it was terrifying and hard, but it got us, it like made us way stronger. And I'm, I'm quite confident I can kind of deal with many things that come my way at this point in time because of where I've been in the last couple of years. And I think Alyssa too, and I think Alyssa and I have had two very different experiences with our challenges. Um, but at the same time, we, I think we're more clear than ever on the steps we need to take to make change in order to be better business owners or just better people in general to ourselves and for our mental health and to our community as well. I think that we've gotten very clear on the kind of community we want to build and the kind of leaders we want to be and what we're not willing to let disrupt our peace in 2024. Yeah. <clears throat> I will say that that's probably one of the most positive things that has come out of uh, 2023 is the 
the introduction of our sip and speak series that we will uh, continue to grow into 2024. But the inner circle of um, trusted entrepreneurs that we've we've created has allowed a lot of us to be open in a way that I don't think we would have been able to before because when you're when you're existing in it on a day-to-day basis it's hard to it's hard to understand that that others are feeling the same way they just have different challenges mm-hmm. or different so i think that's a lesson for a lot of women entrepreneurs is to create a like create the family you choose I mean, as we're all in holidays now and having to deal with family that we probably maybe don't want to be, um, you can always come back in your head that you have the family that you chose and those people will get you into like into the next year. And the value, I, I don't, I don't think I can express enough the value of women friendships and women relationships that we need to have and cultivate and 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 enshrine sort of to keep them safe the importance of that and those people moving forward um that's i think one of the things that has stuck with me the most in 2023 is that is 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 the cultivation of that community and who those people are Absolutely. So all that to say that this we're not really kicking off 2024 with like a hooray, it's 2024. It's gonna be amazing. It's and Dakota and I don't do resolutions anyway, as most people know. So we will not get into that crap either. It's going to be what it is. And that's kind of what we're trying to take um give you in this episode is it's going to be what it is, but it's gonna be what you make of it, right? So if there are certain things that you want to change or see change in your life, you you really do have to do the work and put in the work to, to getting there. Um, and if you learn a lot about yourself in 2023 and are kind of in this same position as we are, um, my recommendation really would just be to make sure you take a very solid break over Christmas if you can as much as possible. And go forward with the strength and fortitude that was given to you in 2023 and the end, be excited about being the change as cliche as it sounds, be excited about being the change. Don't be excited that it's a new year and that suddenly everything's going to change. Be excited that you have the power and the wherewithal to move forward in a positive direction. And also don't be upset or beat yourself up when things don't go your way right away. Remember that it's a marathon and not a sprint and Rome was not built in the day and you're going to fall and you're going to, things are probably not going to work out in your favor all of the time. But again, I feel like we all have a lot of really great data to take with us into the next year. And I think that's what we can talk a little bit about now is how instead of getting into these grandiose, like, you know, the big hairy audacious goals, um, just some of the things that we implemented and some of the, the changes and some of the growth that we 
we have already instituted that will continue into 2024. Um, I think with me in particular, the reassessment of what my business is has been a huge sort of learning through 2023 and what, um, what Elizabeth communications will be moving forward is not what it was or what it currently is. And I think that was a big, to take the Oprah thing, a big aha moment is like, wait, I don't need to continue in this business model that I'm in just because this is what I started eight years ago. Um, and I think those like six years, seven years or six years out of the eight were super, like were awesome and everything that, that I wanted to continue to be moving forward. And I think as, as awful as this has all been, I think COVID was a big eye opener for me. And the fact of like, do I want to continue this for the next 10 years? And the answer was no. And that I don't think my skills and what I do and my expertise are being well represented in how I do my business right now. So looking at shifting into more of the teaching and educational like components and what that looks like and less sort of day-to-day client maintenance and making that shift was a big move for me. And now it's figuring out how to implement those things and, and what that looks like. But the other thing for me in Dakota will, as a part of this is looking to collaborate more. And I think Dakota referred to being feeling isolated this year. And I think a lot of us felt that way, especially those of us who work for us, like work from home and all of that stuff. And so how do we take our skill sets and align them with other people that we value and want to work with and take take those skill sets and make a bigger and take and look at taking a bigger piece of the pie than what we currently are able to do as one, two people or whatever and what that looks like. I don't think with the changing economic structure that like creating agencies is the way to move forward. I don't think I don't think that model in fact, I know that model will is, will not sustain itself. Um, but why can you still not work with people that you want to work with on projects that are interesting to you without having to like create a whole rigmarole of a business around it? Because um, the entire the entire structure of how the economy is going now is flexibility, and it has been that way for years, and even more so now. Uh, that I don't want to get stuck in a traditional um, business model such as agency style, but why can't we, like, why can't you come together as a consortium or a collective and, and pitch for bigger projects that are interesting and cool than sort of feeling that you're always in the same rut of going after the same business that you've always had. So those are the kind of things that I'm, directing myself and my business towards in 2024 is collaboration and education and um, being more strategic, being more strategic with my business and being more strategic with clients and sort of existing at the table 
like as an executive and less like a worker bee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say we're kind of moving in a similar direction. Um, While I do think for my particular offering, I will always require at least a small core team. I am looking to collaborate as much as possible with the people that I love working with on projects that I love working on. Um, especially when there are certain service areas that I know I will and cannot excel in. So for instance, sending a client over to someone else to do the strategy piece and then coming in and implementing where I know my game is really strong. That's the kind of stuff that I want to take on in the future. But at the same time, I also very much learned that there's a certain process and organizational piece that goes with collaborating and collaboration um, that I know is really important to me because I know when too many hands are in the pot, it can be a thousand times more work than just doing it yourself. Um, So I think I've learned a lot in that respect this year. I've done a couple of um, collabs with a few people that I really enjoy working with and we've had a great time. But I think we've also learned some really valuable lessons as well about organization and um, what makes sense moving forward. Um, the other thing I would say is really just like that piece about bringing on people who know what they're doing more than you do. So for instance, you may want to do Google ads and Facebook ads, and you might be pretty talented at doing Facebook ads. But every time you go to set up a Google ad campaign, you want to like rip your face off. Friggin' outsource it. Figure out a way to market up and outsource it. Just do it. Because I promise... Like that's That was the biggest thing that I did this year that... I am so proud of myself for just ripping the band-aid as I hired a full-time employee and I brought on a videographer that does all of my video now. And on top of that, I also leaned on my community and people like Alyssa to help me so that I could actually take a vacation. And moving forward, like I will not have it any other way. I will no longer be an island. And yes, it costs more money. Yes, it's definitely a little more stressful when it comes to cash flow. But as soon as you just give up that control and you let things flow, it is my firm belief that work will come to you because you'll be doing a better job than just trying to do it all yourself. Well, and I think the the where we want to exist is we're bringing in business and we're the ones that are pitching and we're the ones that are um, existing on that level and having people doing all the other stuff that we don't want to do. Like, cause not, and, and my whole thing is just because you can, doesn't mean you should, um, is always, is always a, a motto to live by. Um, but I think there is a, there's a piece of that. And, and, and Dakota referenced it of when you're collabing with people. And this is one of the things that, um, I want to, also focus my business on this year is creating processes. I think where we, and when you're collabing with people and everyone works in a different way and that's fine, but setting up specific processes. And I mean, I'll shout this out to our, or ask this of our community is like, what do you use? Like some people use Slack and some people use Asana. And I mean, I've tried all of them and I haven't found one that works both from my perspective, or is easily accessible by clients or people I'm collaborating with. I mean, everybody sort of goes back to the Google Drive thing and creating Google Docs and stuff. But 
there has to be a way to like be able to onboard people, be able clients to be able to see a dashboard of their work and um, see where things are in the project stream. So they can go in and look and be like, oh, it's the content calendar is being worked on or, or it's at um, printing or like to be able to see where things are moving along so that you're not getting a hundred emails about things, um, which creates more autonomy for clients too, to be like, well, it's in your dashboard, but I don't know what that is. Do we have to make it? Do we have to create it? I don't know. Maybe that's a whole thing too, is maybe we need to get into the SaaS market and create an app um, to actually like create proper processes for service providers. Cause I mean, I know there's things, and I know in, in project management, like whether you're building roads and stuff, there's very specific software that's used, but it's like, I don't, I don't see anything that has everything that I need from a process software that can help my business, but also make my client's life easier. I don't know what that is. So if somebody has that, please like send us a DM on Instagram or whatever, because I'm at a loss of how to create those processes so that you could bring in other collaborator collaborators and here's the process and here's how this works and here's where you come into the project and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. And I think in, in January, well, later in January here, we'll do like a tech episode and kind of talk about the tools that we do like using and then kind of open it up. Um, but for now, I, I can honestly just say that Alyssa and I are closing off this year extremely burnt out. So holler at us if you're feeling the same way. Um, and let's take a solid break and just hit the ground running in 2024. That's that's my objective for the next three weeks. And I would say too, that just because the calendar flips to 2024, like whether you're listening to this on January 3rd or whenever you're listening to this, you don't have to immediately just know what to do like no. to me january january is the worst month ever like it's long and it's dark and it's i hate january to a t so i don't pressure myself to like gangbusters jump to feed in to january i sort of ease in and i work more on my business in january because mm-hmm. client things are usually slower blah blah, blah. so don't think just because it's january 3rd today or january 10th or whenever you're listening to this that oh my god i've like let the first two weeks of January go. Like, what am I? No, don't do that. Don't fall into that because you're just going to make yourself crazy. And like, you're going to hit March and just be like, oh my God, I accomplished nothing. Even though you have, you will just look and be like, oh, I wasted January. It's like, no, you didn't. One thing Alyssa and I are going to be doing in 2024 though, is we are going to be rolling out a series of challenges that are meant to help you do something small every single month um, to kind of just help you get through the hard times. And we're going to be doing them alongside you. And one of the things I'm going to be doing starting January 1st, and yes, this is a cliche woke thing, but I really like hydrotherapy. And I'm I I oftentimes will go do a cold plunge or a sauna at least once a week or after a workout. But one thing I'm horrible at is getting out of bed in the morning and not being foggy or exhausted for at least the first 90 minutes, which really messes with my day. I'm not a great sleeper. I'm a very light sleeper. I basically have to have white noise, um, a fan and earplugs going. And if anything wakes me up, I'm screwed. 
So that being said, one of the things that wakes me up almost immediately is leaving my house as soon as I get up and brush my teeth and going for a walk, even though it's going to be dark out. And then the other thing is right before I'm about to get out of the shower and get ready is a cold shower. And it is the hardest thing in the world to do. And I fucking hate it. But I'm going to be challenging myself. There's a guy I follow on Instagram and I love him so much. His name is Jordan Ferrone. And he just finished doing a cold plunge in his yard on his deck every single day for 365 days. And it has nothing to do with like weight loss or anything superficial. This person legitimately looks more well and more mentally stable as a result of challenging his nervous system in that way every single day. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be cold showers. It doesn't have to be, you know, infrared saunas. It doesn't have to be yoga. It doesn't have to be working out. It like, it could be anything. It could be journaling. It could be meditation. It could be um, doodling. It could be singing a song once a day. It could be going for a walk for 10 minutes. We are going to do little challenges with you guys every single month starting in January. And we're also going to challenge ourselves. I'm speaking for Alyssa here. We're also going to challenge ourselves and we're going to do... We're going to do that because I know that that's a, a way that I hold myself accountable. Um, and I know that if I'm struggling, if it's the one thing that I know I can count on myself for, I do feel better. So, yeah, um, so, I'm up for anything besides from besides getting into water with other people. I find that <laughs> gross. Um, I find all of that gross. Um, but yeah, I like the whole challenge idea. I mean, I get that too. We're also going to... Um, we also have some bigger plans for the show. I think we can sort of say right now that, I mean, our hundredth episode will be coming up in the next weeks and we have like hit 10,000 downloads on this little, this little podcast that could. So I think we're going to have some celebrations and some more get togethers, some more opportunity to connect with people um, coming up in 2024. We intend to, take the podcast to you a little bit more and showcase the awesome people that we work with and that we have relationships with. So we want to um, have more people on. That's a goal too, is to um, create more of an opportunity for guests and people with interesting stories. I think um, those seem to resonate really well. Although people do say that they like our episodes with just us. More than yeah, which I which will make a concerted effort to do more with just Dakota and I, and um, as we just like talk about random shit, which people seem to like. So who yeah. would say? <laughs> so with that, welcome to twenty twenty four, and we hope you had a great break, and we hope you're having a great year if you're listening to this midway through the year, and we look forward to. Uh, a- I, a 2024 with you. <laughs> I mean, that's all we can say right now, right? Is that what we do? We do appreciate you guys. And 2024 is happening. All we can do is join it, I guess. Well, I don't want to stay in 2023. Like, I'm going to thank 2023 for what it gave me, and I'm going to head. I'm going to the big <laughs> double <laughs> fingers. 
I mean, it's so funny. I, I feel like I've actually said that for the last three years, which really makes me upset. If I can kind of sum up how I've just felt as a human being over the last few years, it's really just been... I feel like I've got this great life that I've built for myself and I'm really thankful for it. I've busted my ass for it, but I'm thankful for it. And I'm thankful that I've busted my ass. But there are so many places and things in my life still that I feel like I'm falling really short. And I genuinely, this is going to sound so bad. And anybody who's in my life, clients, friends, family, like this is, this has nothing to do with you. I'm thankful for all of you and I love all of you. And I'm, very grateful for everything I have. For whatever reason, I'm ju- I just don't spring out of bed with joy in the morning. And I struggle to get through the day. And I still am feeling very much like a bit of a... Like I'm in my shell, I'm in my cocoon, and I haven't yet had my butterfly moment. But I'm working on it and I will get there because I'm going to make sure that I get there. And I want to have a life where I get out of bed every day really excited about my day, my team, what I'm doing. And I'm not feeling, you know, like zapped of energy 90% of the time. And that I can keep my commitments to, to all the things that I'm doing because I haven't tried to fill a void and overloaded myself. And and then there's many other things I want to do and work on. So that's that's where I'm at. And I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. Yeah, as I deep breath sigh. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know, man. It's it. it I think. Uh, I think people can relate that this this ennui or this malaise or this whatever that we're all sort of existing in has taken a lot longer to get out of than I think a lot of us would have anticipated, and. Um, All we can do is, I mean, we all, at least we all understand it and we acknowledge it and no one's hiding it anymore. And I think that's a major step forward that we are being honest about where we exist and where we are, what we are feeling. And no one's pretending that everything's great when it's not. So to me, we've, we've come that far in the last few years of being able to understand this is what we're where we're existing currently to know that we need to get to the next place. Um, And that could take a year. It could take two years or whatever, but it's kind of, I mean, isn't that the AA or the Alcoholics Anonymous thing is that you have to sort of admit you have a problem first. And I think we're all at the admission that we have a problem phase. Mm -hmm. And now it's getting to the places of like, how do we, what are the tools? What are the things we need to do to get past the, we know yeah. we have a problem. Yeah, essentially. Like I, I very clearly identified what my issues are this year. What's making me unhappy. And that's huge. That's a huge step too, because I think there's probably lots of people, including myself to some extent, but that haven't sat down and really thought about it. And I think there's a lot of people and I'm just going to there's a lot of people in unhappy marriages that are, I don't know, sticking it out, I guess, but um, but not putting themselves first and like having to sort that out. I think there's a lot of people in jobs they're unhappy with. And I think there's a lot of people that are in um, 
personal relationships they're unhappy with, like whether it's a parent or um, a, a sibling, which is my world. Um, but haven't sort of had the strength to deal with it, right? Like I think we've come out of, I mean, as people are listening to this, you've come out of Christmas where you've probably had family that you didn't want to have to deal with, that you haven't set boundaries with, that whatever. And I think just taking the time, I think a lot of it is just learning yourself and realizing that you as a person are unhappy and then figuring out the why, like, like, uh, Dakota said she's done this year is figured out the what is making her has made her unhappy and then getting to the why so yeah there's a lot of people who are in a lot of situations right now that maybe they don't even realize that they're not happy they just know something's not right with them and yeah taking some time to really get down to why you're not happy and what is it and how can you fix, make changes in that? It's not about anybody else. It's how do you make changes in those situations to um, make yourself healthier? Exactly. And you're so not that's a bit of a Debbie Downer there, but... Yeah, but I mean, but it's real. Yeah. So I think, like, I mean, in, in, in kudos to Dakota, like I don't think a lot of people really take the time for that self-reflection and the work on yourself to understand why you're not happy and work on those things on yourself. Um, like that's, that's a lot. And, 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 and that's why I think um, Dakota struggled through 2023 is sort of having those realizations, but then still trying to exist in the world that are in the, in the life that she'd created, knowing that that life didn't make her happy. And then how do you, how do you join or how do you extricate yourself from the one into the other? And so, yeah, that's what's happening now. Um, but a lot of people haven't even made it to that point of even realizing that they're not happy. Yeah. Well, and I've been there too. You and I both have, right. That's a whole conversation for another day. And this is this isn't meant to be doom or gloom. Like at the core of Alyssa and I, I would argue that, yeah, it's been hard. Just like it's been hard for everybody. Life is hard. Life is hard. But I mean, I'm also the happiest I've ever been in many respects. You know, like I'm very happy being alone. I'm very happy with my home. I'm very happy with my little family, which is myself and Bailey, and then all the people that love us, you know. And I'm not gonna let anybody in who isn't for me, which is a great like who isn't going to add really immense value to my life. Like, fuck that. I've, you know, like that's a whole other topic. We all know that Dakota's love life is a shit show. <laughs> so just, you know, like, and then I think Alyssa too, like she learned that a long time ago. So kudos to Alyssa for <laughs> knowing that. Yeah. I had to get, you know, well, I'm also <laughs> older than you too, but yeah, we all had to live through that. We, we all had to live through that nonsense. Um, in our existence but yeah I mean friendships too right Alyssa like yeah it's a big I mean I think the older you get to and, and the more we all sort of um become our own people you realize the people that matter and then those who don't and your inner circle becomes smaller and I think that's actually a positive thing um 
because I think we spend so much of our lives, especially as women, trying to people please and having people in our lives that don't bring us what they should, but yet we feel that they, we, I don't know. (laughs) We feel that we need to like have them because they're, they've been a part of our existence or something. But um, yeah, it's funny how like the older you get, you realize you just don't have any Fs to give anymore. And you put yourself first. And I mean, I know we don't have kids, so maybe it's easy for us to talk as privileged people, but, um, but yeah, but even without kids, how many times do we not put ourselves first? And I think that's, that's been a big learning for us is to put ourselves first and what that looks like. And I think that's why we've had these big epiphanies about our businesses is because we realize that how we live our lives is not how we were living in our business. And that was a big, it was a big moment for me to realize, wait a minute, I don't live like this. So mm-hmm. why do I do this in my business? I don't let people talk to me that way in my life or, and I don't let people demand things of me like that in my personal life. Like, why do, why do I let people do that? To, like, why am I letting these people do that to me? No, no, exactly. Anyway, well, we're really, we have a lot of content. That's for sure. To <laughs> pull out to you guys for 2024. We just gotta, um, sit down and plan it all out, but we're really excited. We are really excited to, to have a good year of content with you guys. So cheers to 2024. Bring it on, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. No, bring it on. Bring it on. There so, we go. So. Thumbs up. Anyway, we love you guys. We will catch you in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to Ladies Who Launch. Join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode. 